0: Welcome to the Call to Serve Podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Call to Serve Podcast. Nathan here, your host. And uh I usually say this at the beginning of the episodes, but today is a great day. Okay, just remember that. Always live by it. Um, you know, every day is a blessing given to us from God. Um so you know, it's been said on the podcast previously don't count the days, but make every day count. So just remember that. And today I'm here with Avery Fowler. She's from Pleasant Grove, Utah, and she's got a mission call to serve over in the Syracuse, New York mission. She reports in just a few months. So Avery, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. Yeah, of course. We're excited to have you on the show and to learn from you, hear your story. So Avery, what, uh, what made you decide to serve a mission? I mean, there's so many things you could be doing right at this time of life, especially, you know, what, uh, what led you to serve?
1: Yeah. So I, I've always had a really strong desire to serve a mission. Um, I feel like I've always, I've had random experiences ever since I was little that I was like, dang, like I want to be a missionary. I want to serve. Um, but the closer it's gotten, I feel like the harder it was to actually make the decision to go on a mission and to start my papers and to move forward with them. Um, so back in the fall, I started volleyball here at Snow College. And I loved it a lot more than I thought I would. I've loved snow and I loved being here. And I was like, dang, like I could stay here for a year and a half. Like I could play two years, go on and play volleyball. Like there's an option there. Um, and then back in November, I actually met somebody and I was like, dang, like I could stay here, like I could keep dating them see where that goes um and so it was interesting how at the time I was going to decide that all of these things were popping up um but it's interesting because back in August I met with my bishop back at home and he challenged me to go through the temple as soon as I can I was meeting with him just to kind of get a blessing and ready to go to school and he was like Avery I just have the strongest impression to tell you you need to go through the temple as soon as you can um and so I never really considered going before like I got married or like right before my mission. And so I thought it was super interesting that he told me to do that. Um but it was divinely inspired and I know that because I ended up going through in December when I came home for Christmas break and that's when I was kind of deciding whether or not I wanted to serve and I wanted to move forward with that decision. And just going through the temple just gave me a lot of peace. Um to know that whatever decision I made, that it wasn't a wrong decision and that Heavenly Father supported me in whatever I did. So I decided that I was gonna start my papers and I was gonna move forward with them. And I continued to go to the temple and to go to the temple as, as much as I could. Um, and after making that decision to serve, I just felt so at peace and felt so excited. Like I felt this urgency to just get my papers done and get my call and, um. I ended up getting my call about a month ago and to be honest, it's been kind of hard. Like, I feel like people say before great things like Satan works hard on you. Um, and I haven't felt that a ton throughout my life until now. I'm like, dang, like I felt that back in December that I needed to go, but like, is this really what I need to do? Um, But the one thing that has been a huge game changer for me is attending the temple frequently because Just every time I go back to the temple, I get that same fire and that same drive to serve. Um, And I'm just really grateful for temples because I feel like it's helped me know what God needs me to do. And I know that if I would have, like, if I'm going to stay, if I decided to stay and not go on a mission, like Heavenly Father would still be happy for me and would be happy with me. But I know that God's will for me is to go on a mission and to go and serve and spend a year and a half doing that. And I feel like I'm grateful that I had to make that decision and I'm having to give up people and things that I love to do because I feel like I'll know when I'm out on my mission that I had to make those sacrifices to be out here. And so I'm grateful that I have to feel that like hardship when I leave, but I know it'll help strengthen me as a missionary while I'm out there.
0: Right. That's really cool. That's a really cool story. And I like that you emphasize temples because I think there's a lot of peace. Oh, I know there's a lot of peace in the temple. Yeah. And, you know, I was actually just writing about this. Um, for those who don't know, um, I'm Max and myself were writing a book um, about discovering your why before, and during, and after the mission. And and one of those things that we're writing about right now is the temple. And you know, just like Avery was saying. You know the temple really. You know if you're if you're confused about anything, it can be anything. It could be financial. It could be about friends. It could be about work. It could be about whether or not to go on a mission. It could be anything. Mm -hmm. You know, go to the temple because that is one of the places, one of the only places, you know that that God can can truly truly speak to you. And there's very limited distractions. You know, most of the distractions that you that are there are ones that are brought in by you, right? Yeah. All the other ones are not there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like every was saying, that's, that's, that's awesome. Just go to the temple because that's just powerful. And so Avery, I know before we started um, the recording of this podcast, we were talking a little bit about personal revelation and it sounds like the temple played a big role in that for you.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that's something that's changed over time because I, I haven't been able to go and do like endowments and go through the temple and be in the celestial room. Um, and so I think that's something I've learned about personal revelation is it changes. Sometimes you can receive revelation through other people um, by sharing things with you and sharing experiences, or you can receive personal revelation through the scriptures. But I just realized, I think the strongest way that I receive personal revelation is through the temple. Um, just because I feel like it's such a spiritual and close place to Heavenly father, you know, and it's his house. So, right. Yeah.
0: Right. And it kind of just goes back to what president Nelson and what, you know, the apostles and um, the general authorities have been saying about, you know, hearing him, right. We got to find what works, you know, you have to find what works for you personally. And you said, you know, for you, it's the temple, you know, for so many people it's, you know, going to a a quiet place and just, just, you know, just pondering, right. Just praying, Mm -hmm. Um, but it depends on, you know, what works best for you. So you know, obviously I think the temple is a great way to start, you know, if you're not sure, you know, definitely go to the temple yeah. because that might just be what you need. Yeah. So, and and you know, kind of going back to what president Nelson said a while ago, um, just in regards to personal revelation, how in the coming day, it won't be possible to survive spiritually without, you know, the help of, or without personal revelation, essentially, that's yeah. not exactly what he said, but it's, you know, that last part's, you know, he, it, it's basically the same, like where it's, you know, you need personal revelation. We need to hear from God. We need we need time to eliminate distractions.
1: Yeah.
0: And so totally. that's... Can that's I ask
1: good. you well, how you receive personal revelation?
0: Yeah, for me, a lot of times it's it's that quiet, that calmness. Um, you know, I think a lot of times I struggle the most when it's in relation to, you know, so many things going on and, you know, my phone keeps going off and just all these different things um, having to go so many different places. Um, but when I really ponder and when I really take a second, you know, get off the screens and just be calm mm-hmm. is when I, I can hear him the most. Oh, so, great. yeah, it's, it's really special. And, and you know, kind of going back to what to what you're saying, you know, it's personal, right. You know, we got to figure out what works best for, for each of us individually. And so that's super cool that, you know, you've taken some big steps in learning for you what works, what works best. Yeah, so you hear him.
1: Yeah, has so, been super neat.
0: That's super cool. So, um, Avery, what have been some other things you've been doing as you've been getting ready to to serve? To, uh, other things to prepare.
1: Oh, um, I have started to study, preach my gospel, um, a lot more, and I have learned so much, like already. Um, and I'm only like a couple chapters into it. I've been reading my purpose and um, just kind of looking through and reading the scriptures that apply to it. and it's been it's been really neat just to see how much you can learn in a short period of time, just because I feel like this is stuff that I've been learning like all throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but really having the purpose now of like I'm learning this to teach somebody else has been like really inspiring for me to just want to keep learning more, you know? Cause I want to be able to have that knowledge. Um, and one thing that I thought is really cool is um, that the spirit is truly the greatest teacher, you know? But I can't go out there and have no knowledge and not study at all and hope to convert somebody, you know? Like you have to have the knowledge and the spirit will teach them too, you know? And it's not, you have to be this scholar and I think that's given me a lot of peace, too, is because I think I'm kind of like, oh, crap, like I got to learn every single story and have every single scripture memorized. But one thing I've learned is I've been studying my purpose is that um do what you can to study and to learn. But the spirit is the ultimate teacher. And if you believe it yourself, people will be able to feel that through you. So Definitely. I think that's, that's really neat as a missionary is just to be an instrument of the spirit.
0: So yeah. Yeah, no that that's that's huge. You know, I think it's it's like the balance, right? It's knowing okay, I I need to learn so much, but also I know enough to start sharing now. You know what I mean? And yes. it's like finding that that medium, right? Where that's the place that's that's like not necessarily comfortable because we don't want to be comfortable where we're at, but we want to be um, I guess grateful for what we know yeah. and be willing to share it.
1: And like trust and confident in Right.
0: Exactly. you have
1: like put in the work you know your entire life
0: exactly yeah and i think preaching my gospel is well i know preaching my gospel is like just such a big blessing especially for missionaries you know i say especially for missionaries but it's it's for everyone right because we're all missionaries right as soon as you're baptized is when the mission starts yeah and then you know when you die then you just the mission just changes <laughs> yeah but but uh you know you don't need a tag to be a missionary but anyways
1: exactly yeah
0: Preach my gospel is an amazing tool. I think why well, I'm included in this. We we definitely underestimate, I think, and underuse um, that that handbook. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember shortly after I got back from the mission, I was, you know, struggling with my personal studies. I was like, how can I make these like better? Because before on the mission, I'm studying for people, for lessons, for, for to teach the people certain lessons, and I don't really have a purpose in them, right? And, and this kind of goes back to okay how do you do it? Right. Do you start with a question? Do you have certain goals in mind? Are you studying for, you know, certain specifics Yeah. and, you know, preach my gospel chapter two, there's so many insights on how you can always have an effective personal study.
1: Yeah.
0: So I know there's a lot of people struggling with that. So if you are struggling with that, if you're struggling to find, you know, find whether it's find time or um, just finding, you know, what to study, or how to study it, um, definitely check that out. Chapter two, Preach My Gospel is an amazing, an amazing resource. So, and that's awesome, Avery, that you're studying Preach My Gospel. I think uh, it's just, that's that's going to give you a big, big jump.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely helped me like be more excited and just get me excited to learn more. And yeah.
0: That's excellent. Excellent. Um, Avery, we're kind of getting close to wrapping up here, but what advice would you give to someone who's maybe am still on the fence of serving. They're just, they're hot and they're cold. They're just not sure yet. What would you, what would you tell them?
1: Oh, you know, I, I would tell them that everybody has their own plan and a mission will bless you in so many ways. And I'm excited to see the ways that it'll bless me and the bless the people that I'm teaching, but truly just receive the answer for yourself you know, cause people can give you advice and people can give you their opinion, but you truly need to know for yourself why you're going out and why you wanna go out. And um, praying and attending the temple are the best things that you can do because you will receive an answer. Um, and I, I know that without a doubt because like I've received my answer. And one piece of advice my dad actually told me when I was trying to make a decision Um, He was like, Avery, there is no wrong decision. There is no wrong path, but um, make a decision and make it the right one. So if you decide to go on a mission, make it the right decision and make the most of it and be the best missionary that you can be, because you only get, like, I only get a year and a half. And if you really think about that, like a year and a half ago, like that's crazy. Time flies. Mm -hmm. And I just... That's something that really helped give me comfort is that, you know what, I made this decision, I'm going on a mission, like, I'm going to make the most of it, because I only get this short period of time to actually do it. So, and yeah, it just gives me peace that no matter what decision I made, whether or not to go, or to stay, like Heavenly Father is supporting me in whatever I do, if you're doing the right things. so.
0: That's awesome. That's probably, kind of long, but. Yeah, no, that's excellent. That's excellent. Thank you. It kind of reminds me of some advice I got prior to the mission, and that was uh, my stake young man's president. He said, um, well, to me specifically, because, I mean, um, two years was my time frame, but yeah. um, I've kind of changed a little bit. You have either 18 months or two years to do it, and you've got all eternity to remember it. And wow. so it's like, like you said, you know, make the decision and make it the right one. So." Yeah. Awesome. Well, Avery, thank you so much for coming on the Call to Serve podcast. It's been a pleasure. You're going to be a great missionary over in New York. Give them heaven.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve mission journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official call-to-serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.